I'm honored to uh, introduce again the director of the uh, Otsego County New Life Pregnancy Resource Center. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jennifer Van Rickenham. Come on up. We all appreciate what you do. God bless you. Thank you. That was good worship. Good worship. And um, I was, I realized by um, sitting down there and, and preparing that a lot of what Pastor Norm has been talking about over the last few weeks and um, actually from somewhat of what I've been watching, what happens here Wednesday night in the teachings, um, God's been preparing your hearts and your minds for today, I believe. Uh, I would like for everyone to, to join in prayer with me, if you would, please. Thanks. Heavenly Father, I am reminded today of how weak I really am. How why I am the director at New Life is because you gave me new life. Your, your life that you've given me speaks of your miraculous power. It speaks of how you see humanity because I would not be here without your grace and your mercy. And so I thank you for that place of remembrance and I pray that the words that I share will only be yours on behalf of new life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have had a uh, tremendous year at New Life Pregnancy Resource Center. You'll probably be hearing me call it New Life from up here or New Life PRC. Uh, and that is because the Spirit of God has been putting that within my heart as the director, that that is now what we need to be known for. We need to be known for the new life that we are fighting for in the hearts and the minds of everybody that walks through that door. And so if you hear that, and also New Life Pregnancy Resource Center is a very long name. It's a very long name. But I, I want to begin, and it, it's really sweet to me because Bonnie and I have had a couple of very recent conversations and um, to those of you who don't know, I'm a tad biased, Bonnie. Uh, she is my dearest friend in the world, my mentor. And she is actually the first person, the first woman that loved God with everything she was. And God gave her to me when I was not. And, and so she mentored me and she continues to mentor me. And she didn't know that in my talk today, I was actually going to place some honor upon her. And she did not want it because of the conversations we've been having up to this. And so that is a cool thing because we, we've talked about it. And, uh, but for 25 years, Bonnie Harlikavich gave her life, her heart, to New Life Pregnancy Resource Center. And God bless you for that, Bonnie. 25 years is a long time. Amen. Uh, Julie Holmes was the director before me. She was there for five and a half years, and her husband um, had the opportunity for a career change and a move where they could be closer to their grandchildren. And so that's how I came here. 
Um, and I have to tell you, I have been the director going on two years, and it is the most beautiful thing I have ever been allowed to be a part of, but I am sometimes exhausted. And so I don't know how Bonnie did 25 years. It's amazing. So anyway, as Pastor was saying, Sanctity of Life Month is the month of January. And the weekend that honors that was last Sunday. The March for Life on Washington was Friday. And the March for Life was actually here in Gaylord on Friday as well to go coincide with the March on Washington. And I was allowed and to have the privilege of speaking at the March for Life here in Gaylord. And it was just an absolute honor and a privilege. And I pray that next year more of you, more of the body of Christ would be represented there. Um, as there wasn't an awful lot of people, plug, plug. <laughs> but anyway, it was a glorious thing. It was. But what is on my heart, I have two things in regards to New Life PRC. That even though on our calendar we may have a specific time frame where we actually designate towards life, as a follower of Jesus Christ, as a Christian, do I dare say that every day of our existence needs to represent the value of life? Amen. Amen? And even though the March for Life represents speaking on behalf of the unborn, the most defenseless of all people that are vulnerable because of the act of abortion, but something on my heart, and I would love to challenge you with, the unborn are vulnerable because the parents are away from the Father God. That is why the unborn, the agenda, and it actually is an agenda, pro-life and pro-choice. It's become a political agenda. The reality is we are for life. We are for the gospel. We are for the hope of everything. We speak the truth of God's word in regards to fathers, mothers, children, grandparents, right? We uphold the standard of life because we're connected to the kingdom of heaven. And sometimes we mean well, but when we speak about the medical procedure, we actually isolate the very people that carry the unborn. To those of you who don't know, I have a, a testimony. I have three children. I have two that are alive and well, and I share the joy of them being on this earth with me, and I have a son in heaven because I chose to take his life. So I speak to you from somebody who knows what fiery darts come. Even though I have been forgiven and I have received healing and God is using the word of my testimony to bring glory to his name, I am his mother every day of my life. I know what is missing. I long for eternity because I'm going to hug him pretty good. I think he's actually going to be waiting for me. I'd like to think that. So I don't think it's going to matter in heaven, right? 
But let's be careful. Let's be really careful how we utter even that beautiful stance for the unborn. I get it. I appreciate it. Everything that is spoke of, of ending a child's life, it is absolutely the truth. But the truth is the enemy's deceptive and manipulative power is in the hearts of the people carrying the child. You will never defend the unborn if you don't introduce the parents to the Messiah. Never. Never. And we have to be really careful as Christians how we act, what we say, what we do. Because many of us, including me at times, believe it or not, I can actually sound a little less than compassionate. We can all fall to anything. That's the sin nature. And the day we think we can't, we're in trouble. Okay? So that was really on my heart. But my heart is full, as Pastor was sharing, because President Trump made a statement. And you would think that I'm aware of it um, as the director at New Life every day. But, you know, we're pretty busy. I mean, there, I love the energy level that is at New Life. It is, we are daily, daily, daily so excited about the gospel of Jesus. That, we, that just moves up. We love it there. But it, is, it was the reality that we cannot just be pro-life, against abortion, defending the unborn, without giving the proper resource once a parent chooses to parent. And so he was commending the local pregnancy care centers throughout the nation and throughout the world. And all of a sudden it dawned on me, oh my word, that's what I get to be a part of. Isn't that funny? You would, you would think I would already know that. But it just sounded so huge. Because it is. And the reason it's huge is because we, all, we talk about it whenever we get stressed. Because we have daily tasks. At the pregnancy center we are busy with the hows. And we can really pull at the why. And so daily we remind each other, hey, 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 we're God's connection to the people. We're God's connection. If any of us get stressed out, it's like, whoa, 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 why are we here? And we, and we have prayed that we would do that for one another. Because that's why we're there. It's for the sake of the gospel. And so, but he made that statement and I even got more excited about being the director at New Life. Like, we are a worldwide purpose because of the heart of the Father for, human, for humans. The people that he created, we get to do interception. And we get to, in the middle of brokenness and the middle of heavy, we get to be an answer for him. And I, I am just so grateful. You get to be an answer. You get to be an answer. And that is empowering. And even the fact of remembering these songs and, and, and the thinking upon being grateful for what God has done in our life. And right here, it's also God wants me to bring up that we need a time of remembrance today. But not what you would think. Not the unborn, but about our own lives. I think sometimes the body of Christ, not just here, and it, like I say, it's what pastor's been preaching on, at least that's how it's been speaking to my spirit. 
We've grown really complacent to why we're even here. We have grown complacent to the joy of carrying the hope of glory within us. And I, I tell you, I understand because I am guilty of that as well. And my job now takes me into knowing that obvious all the time. Every day that I work, I'm aware of the need of the gospel. And so I, that's a benefit. It's a blessing for my life. But I think sometimes if we would take a place, a time to remember our own lives, and we would think about how hard it can be. How many of us here, and this is not a show of hands, have experienced divorce, have experienced children that have gone off to do their own thing, so to speak, and, and the sleepless nights. I mean, I know I'm, I'm one of them. My mother said that she had many sleepless nights not knowing if I was okay or not. We have uh, times where we're financially struggling, right? We don't know if we're going to get our bills met for the week. We have times, I mean, Bill can attest to it, where we might actually get into arguments with our spouses. Right, honey? Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He shakes his head. Intense fellowship. That's a good one, Pastor. <laughs> How many of us have ever experienced loss of a loved one? How many of us have experienced one of our children getting a diagnosis that you feel like your heart's been ripped out? How many of us have lost our children because of something like that? Right? How many of us struggle with anxiety, depression, discouragement? Right? I mean, the, the list is endless. But what is our hope? What's our hope? Christ. We can get through it. We know it. Still pretty heavy, though, sometimes, isn't it? Yeah? I do a lot of encouraging of myself in the Word. I do a lot of reminding myself, Hey, Jen, why are you so downcast? Why are you so discouraged? Put your hope in God, man. Come on. I talk to myself a lot. I need to be reminded. I am where I am, and I am anointed to do what I'm called to do, and I'm going to do it because God has said so, period. But it doesn't mean I don't get hit. It doesn't mean it's easy. But our hope lies in who we know. That's why we can rise above. My favorite song, it's an oldie, right? Amazing Grace. We all like that song. We once were wretch, right? We were blind, but now we see. And we rejoice in that, and that's great. But you cannot be where you know the grace of God without having been a wretch, right? You don't value the saving power of Jesus Christ if he can't remove you from darkness. I like the light when I've been sitting in the dark for a long time, right? Right? But I think this place of remembrance is good. Because sometimes I said I believe that we are complacent to the people still created in the likeness of God. 
Their value is that God so loved the world he gave his son, period. That is the value of every human being. It's hard for me sometimes as the director because I hear a lot of critical comments made. Especially little, I love little babies. I love them. I love them. Where I might hear, well, if the moms and dads that come into the pregnancy center, I mean, if they're going to make wrong choices, I mean, sometimes you learn that way. So how much exactly do they get without doing anything? So how often can they get free diapers? Hmm. So are they, like, living together? Should you tell them they should get married? Huh. Right? I'm guilty of that, too, sometimes. What exactly can people do when their kingdom that they're in is dark? I don't have an issue with darkness. Darkness exists because light is off. Darkness happens in people's lives because it's called to do that so that when they come to the light, <gasps> they want it. They know how desperate they are for it. It isn't designed to critique. Because I got to tell you, I am so thankful to God that he did not measure that kind of a rod to me. Right? I am so glad because what I did in life was wrong. That's what sin is. Your will against the will of God. It isn't, you know, I don't make light of that. But it's why we're here as the body of Christ. It's why we're here. It's why we're here. And what does this have to do with new life? Pregnancy Resource Center has everything to do with new life. Because I am like tickled because we are like one of the only Christian organizations except the body of Christ in this community that is an all and out Christian ministry of Jesus Christ in this community. Unbelievable. How beautiful of an opportunity that we have been given to fight for humanity based on what the Father says about every single human being. Wow. I was telling a friend of mine, I believe that that pregnancy center has the ability to be an answer to every single issue of brokenness in northern Michigan. But it requires the body of Christ to roll up their sleeves, to remember what the grace of God looks like in their own life, to enjoy the journey I love Jesus. I mean, isn't it amazing that the Bible says we, he has no favorites? I feel like I'm his favorite, right? We all feel, I feel like I'm his favorite, Jeff. I don't know. I do. And isn't that the beauty of knowing him, right? That is the joy. I, I am blessed beyond measure that I am a co-heir with Jesus Christ. That's a miracle. And there is a, a blessedness and a connection and a hope that comes with that. And in that sanctification process and knowing God, you're going to be different. It's meant to do that. But it's meant to do that so the kingdom of heaven on the earth is multiplied. So that the kingdom grows like yeast. 
so that the light shines. So no dark, go into a closet when you get home. Shut the light. Well, it should be. If the lights aren't off, shut the light off and sit there and look in the darkness and then light a match. It's amazing. There ain't no much, there's hardly any darkness left. That's what we're called to be. You know, Bill read a scripture in the main, it was so beautiful, he didn't even know I was in the process of writing, writing this down. And he goes, you know, Ephesians 5.1 is a great verse. I'm like, so he read it. I thought, wow, that's exactly what I was needing. So it says in Ephesians 5.1, Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. That's the word of God. We're all called to be imitators of God. That's why we're here. And we all have a different sphere of influence. We all have a different that we're called to be that. But we're all called to be that. Otherwise, we have received the grace of God in vain we have forgotten where we have come from and we maybe aren't aware of how desperately we need him every minute of our earthly life. I follow Jesus because I am a sinner that needs him desperately. His grace is what I need every minute. One of my greatest hearts cry, and I've said, God, you must have put it there because without Jesus, I only care about myself. Right? Without Christ in you or in me, all we've got on our mind is me, 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 me. Right? Me, 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 me. What about me? Oh, that's Joyce Meyer. Mind about me, right? So anytime we care about others, it's the heart of God. We have an awful lot to do, and at New Life Pregnancy Resource Center, we have been in Otsego County going, this is our 34th year, 34 years. That is God's word about the pregnancy center. <laughs> that is what God says. And we serve seven counties total. We do it through practical need. People earn what they have. Sometimes there's emergencies. Sometimes they come in and we tease them because we told them, we don't know if there's such a thing as soliciting. <laughs> or loitering, I should say. They come in and they're like sitting. I'm like, because I know that I know they sense the, the, the love of God in that place. But it's like, girls, you got to like, you got to like, go home or something, right? And you feel bad because that's why you're there and everything. But they know, I know that they sense life. And you can see they know that they know. They just don't understand yet because they are separated from the life of God that can only be found in Christ Jesus. And so at the pregnancy center, we labor and we strive with the spirit of God that lives in us. Oh, man, 
We've given each other permission that if we see our old nature or we see the flesh, we can take each other aside and say, hey, girl, bad attitude, right? Hey, you, what's going on, right? We, we, I've given, I should say, I've given everybody the room to be open because there's no time for that, right? We're, we falter, but there's no time for it, man. Somebody comes through that door, they just need Jesus. We got to stay out of that way, out of his way, and make it happen, whatever that may be, thought, word, and action. So if you would keep us in prayer, I'm going to let a video get played here in just a second. But pray for us, for our staff, that we would never forget the why. That we would never forget the why we are at New Life. The ministry is growing, as I will share with you next. The ministry is growing, and with that becomes a ton of house. It does. May we never forget the why. May our board never get tired and never compromise the truth of the gospel. We have a very good board. They're, they're a good bunch of people that love Jesus Christ. And pray that God shows me how this idea in my heart is going to happen. Because whether we do it intentionally or not, there's always an us and a them in ministry. And it's the cry of my heart to put an end to it in this community and the surrounding counties. There's no us and there's no them. Not even us providing the service and them. I don't know, I don't know how to make that happen, but God uh, puts a level playing field. Yes, we are the righteousness of we are the righteousness of Christ. We are. We have been redeemed. But it's never to be used to separate the lost from him. So that is huge on my heart. So please keep that in prayer for us as well. So I ask that you play that video, and then I'll come back to the exciting news about it. There is such a joy in actually knowing those moms and dads. They are beautiful. Because to me as the director, they represent struggling marriages. They represent miscarriage. They represent abortion. They represent the fear of losing their children. They represent addiction. They represent death of their infants. They represent the hope of the gospel. If, um, if we could pray as well, it's been laid on my heart. We have one of our moms who is very open to want us to pray for her little girl, Harmony. She was born during Christmas time. And some things took place within their life that um, the child was uh, taken from her. 
and um, because they thought that she had some marks on her. When they looked at the marks and she wasn't very well, they realized the bruising was caused from a rare form of stage four cancer that she was born with. So the little one has undergone chemo, and she's not uh, responding favorably to that. And the mother is not doing very well, as understandable. She's not doing very well either at the thought of losing her child. So if you could keep little Harmony and her parents in your prayers, their marriage is struggling as well because of the stress that things like this put. They're just people. They're people. It sounds heavy, but man, I'm just excited. I, I just can't wait to get back to work tomorrow. <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> so when I came here last spring, we were able, I was able to chat with you about how we were pursuing ultrasound. And it has now been a little over three years where we have just been plodding along and plodding along. And um, I have to tell you, at times, that has seemed absolutely insurmountable. Because when you're a part of the team that is developing that, the board, the medical team, all these teams, and you start talking about the bigness of that vision, whew, you know, we are uh, totally aware of our frailty all the time. So, but I want to share with you, and we are actually rejoicing. Um, in September of last year, we, we had a lot of glaring things that we had concern about. And a lady within our community approached um, my, myself and said that she felt that she knew a family that was very favorable to the cause of limited ultrasound. And would I be interested in her making that introduction to the ministry? Well, of course. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> so that week, um, I was able to meet with uh, this father and this daughter team. And we talked about the ministry, and I shared the heart of the ministry and the fact it's been here for 34 years at that time, 33. And um, they asked me if I could leave the room. Sure. I didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> so I came back in, and they made the generous offer to pay for the entire cost of the construction of that ultrasound clinic. Amen. I hope that was mine. <laughs> Who else drank from it? Don't tell me. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so that, of course, was like, what? Right? Here you go. So we I'll move all the... There's so many miracles in this story, okay, that I could be here like three days just telling you about everything. Um, 
But we scheduled a meeting, um, a special meeting with the board of directors. And in that process of there being a few days, the family had, had some concern. And the beautiful thing about their concern were the concerns that we as the board had. How are we going to sustain the operating cost? Right? It seems like we would have did that before, but, but we knew that was coming because it doubles our operating budget every year at New Life PRC by going medical. We knew that our marketing was not really great. And we knew that that was going to need a ramping up. But we didn't know how to do it. We didn't know how to begin. We knew our financial or our uh, fundraising capabilities was going to have to grow and mature. We, okay, what do you do? Right? Those are honest questions. We were finding out that through things that we have doctors, we have judges, we have lawyers, we have police officers. We have so many people within this community that are not even aware of who we are. So we knew we had an issue. We don't understand it, but we have it. So this family came to us with those concerns. And they had a solution. They offered to hire a consulting firm for New Life PRC if we would take on the adventure of a three-year sustainable capital campaign. Yikes. Because once we started meeting as the board and we started to add those figures up, whew, got pretty big. Even though in this total, the construction cost is included because that is a cost. The ultrasound machine, Knights of Columbus, has purchased that. They have partnered with us, but that's included in this total as well. Plus, our three-year budget came to $465,000. Right? And now, it could be higher... It could be lower than what it really is, but we've never done this, so we're going to learn as we go. That's fair. But it's based on talking to other clinics, other ultrasound, or I'm sorry, PRCs that are currently offering ultrasound. We, we've chatted with them, we've met with them to get our figures together as well in wisdom. Well, I have to tell you through a series of our knees knocking and sweating, the board voted to go ahead with a capital campaign for a three-year budget. And we, undergot, we underwent that in October of last year. Our hope was, that, and I didn't know there's so many processes in a capital campaign. Who's been a part of a capital campaign? Anyone? Oh, it's just like, there's such a process. <laughs> I just wanted to get out and just talk everybody's ear off about it immediately, and I didn't know there's a process. And, uh, but we were hoping that by the banquet of this year, which is April 16th, save the date. If you want to be a part of it, let me know, please. Um, we wanted to be able to announce it to the general public. Well, we needed to be at 75% of that goal, and $465,000 does not seem possible. Well, I have to tell you, I have been in awe of the king of kings, because I am here today, obviously, going public, Sanctity of Life Month, 
we have achieved 90% of our goal. <laughs> it's him. Nothing to do with us. New people we have met in our community. I've had the privilege as a director to, to sit across the dinner table from many people that have given to our ministry, new people who never knew who we are, but they would love to be a part of our ministry. I've had the opportunity to meet many of our doctors within the community and judges and all kinds of stuff. We got some good, decent people in this area. And I, I have been just filled with a hope and an encouragement because I, I always have it in my heart, this year, Jennifer, believe that I can do immeasurably more than anything that you could ever hope for or imagine. Even though I tease that I'm God's favorite, I am the director at New Life because of the testimony that he gave a woman like me. I am the director because when anyone walks through that door, I'm like, oh, Jesus, yes, you can. Oh, Jesus, I know you can. And I take that hope in me because it belongs to him. It's his story. For his glory. To those of you who don't know who we are, it's time. It's time. I need, we need the pieces of the body of Christ in this community. We need that. I've had a few people say, well, I'm just waiting to see what, if, God would want, if God would want you to support life. I don't understand that. And I am realizing by being the director, I lacked for many years within this community in giving my life away for Christ. I lacked. And I still do. Out on the table... We printed off our case statements. It's mainly information about our ministry, how it came to introduce ultrasound, the, the campaign goal, you're going to see it. Uh, we printed those uh, case statements off about, I think, three weeks ago now. So that total is like so not that, which is just so awesome. And um, to think that we have less than, I think, 48,000 left, it, it just, it's nothing. To catch me saying that, I just giggle like, it's nothing. Just a drop in the bucket. But there are case statements out there. And the reason this ministry has been for 34 years what it is, is because God is accrediting it. It isn't about anybody there. It's about himself. When Jesus walked the earth, right? And he testified to the kingdom of heaven. When the first church in Acts started going around claiming to have the good news, they were accredited by God. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Their hearts were for people. Their love was for God. Their hearts were for people. And God said, yes, this is my son. Yes, this is my church. 
And I believe he is saying that towards New Life Pregnancy Resource Center. Yes, this is my work. Yes. And that gets me excited. 34 years. I love, I get to go into the, the secular community with, and I just love it because I, I like to brag on God. He's already told me I need to do it a little bit more than I do. It's a little bit awkward. It is hard. It's easy to talk about Jesus amongst your brothers and sisters. But the joy is we are completely funded by churches and private people like yourself. There's no government funding, not a dime. Amen. 34 years he's been faithful to his work through you. So there are pledge forms out there. Some of you already give to the, to the ministry. The church here gives to the ministry. We have our bottle drive. I understand people are asking for bottles. Uh, the bottle drive here begins April 1st. If you want a bottle, I got bottles at the pregnancy center. You can come on in. You can get as many as you'd like. The one here, we will deliver the end of March, and they will be available for, for us as a congregation. Our month of April is our campaign here. Um, but there is an opportunity to be a part of the ultrasound campaign. Some people give a one-time. Others have invested a three-year commitment. My husband and I, we were challenged. We like to think we give enough. Mm -hmm. Ask the Holy Spirit. He kind of tells you different, right? There's always more. Even if someone was led to give a dollar, if 300 people faithfully gave a dollar because the Spirit led it, we'd have $300 every month. That's amazing, right? We're not asking you to give to the point where you're suffering or struggling in your home. There's a lot to be done. You saw the pictures of the families. That is not all of them. We couldn't get them all off of our our computer and get them made in time. If you're interested at all, the, the times that were opened, our phone number, it is on the case statement. Make contact. We give tours. I'd love to. The staff would love to walk you around. If you have questions, they're all important. I'd love to answer them. I'd love to sit with you. If you have concerns about the ministry, I'm willing to listen. But I would love to end today. I brought a, a worship song. And believe it or not, when I was sitting there with my hubby getting ready to come up here, I said, I know that what needs to be said is God because right now my knees are knocking and I have nothing to say. And that's kind of a frightening place when you, you know that you need to be the one to say and you don't. I honestly was blocked. The Spirit of God wanted to talk to you today. So I would love to close this time with a time of, I, I just have a worship song on my heart. I brought it for them to play. And you, may, you probably won't know it. But it is really glorifying to God. And as a ministry, this is what this song speaks to my heart as a director. It, it applies to us individually. 
but I would love for you to join with me to worship the Lord within our hearts and our minds. And when I ask you for prayer, please, please pray for us. Pray for these families. The exciting thing is, if you notice, there's a lot of dads. There's a lot of couples. That's a good thing. That's a different. That's a different. There's women and men that are struggling with their gender in our office. Pray for us. It's a different world. We need your support in any way. Lord, I just thank you for today. We thank you from the word that Jen gave to us. Help us to go home and really start walking the walk and not just talking the talk. God, we put this in your hands today. We ask that each and every one of us here won't go out the same way we came in, and we give it all to you, and we thank you and praise you for this day in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. amen. God bless.